and welcome to the Edu Switchboard podcast. I'm your host, Jana Parker, licensed educational psychologist, wellness and executive function coach, and parent consultant. Visit jplep.com to become a member of my community or to access my assessment or coaching services. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Edu Switchboard podcast, and I am here today with Jackie and Bridget, who are the founders of Transgender School. Welcome. Thank you. We're so so happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I really would love for you to tell our audience what you're all about, because this is a podcast where I'm just putting out whatever I can for, for students, for families. It's kind of like an educational um, podcast resource, like a live resource for anybody who needs to find um, the resources that they're looking for and be able to feel like they can get connected as easily as possible. So I'm trying to make the people who are there to support the community be approachable and accessible. So please tell our audience about who you are and what Transgender School is. So my name's Jackie. Uh, I came out to my mom as transgender, as a transgender woman, uh, almost four years ago now. Um, I was 19 at the time. I'm 23 now. And I'm not going to lie, their initial response wasn't ideal. It wasn't what I would have loved. Um, But we've grown together. We've come a long way together since. Uh, My parents have been so supportive. And my mom and I are creating transgender school together so that we can make the process of coming out and transitioning easier for everyone involved. Bridget, do you have anything you want to add to that? Yeah, well, that's that's exactly it. I mean, that's really our why, you know, this is personal for us um, because it's it's our family and we went through this together. We've gotten so much support. I'm very active in a support group um, and transgender school really started as a way to offer exactly as you said, resources to people who need them and aren't sure where to get them. And that's why we picked a name. I hope that's really easy to remember. And we're everywhere is transgender school, our website. And we've got a 15 page resource list that you just click and it's all yours from our website with support groups and educational groups and articles and, and lifelines, you know, as we know the, the statistics for um, transgender youth who attempt suicide are very dire and serious. And so this is a part of our vision is saving lives, right? So that's, that's kind of all of our why. Um, and we're just growing, we're growing our audience, our community, and we want to, we know that this conversation is really about youth and about students and educators and families and resources. So we're incredibly passionate about that because um, more and more young people are coming out as transgender. And unfortunately, many of their family members are not educated just as we were. I just speak to my, for myself. I was not educated about Jackie's experience when she came out. I wasn't prepared. Um, and I think she's had, she had fairly good experiences with school because she was at college in San Francisco. And so her teachers in her school, you know, were really accommodating and supportive and having her name change and all of that. But, um, but there's such a need for information in, educate K through 12 education, higher education. And, and I also come from higher education as a retired emeritus professor. So toward the end of my teaching years, I saw more and more students transitioning 
during their college experience and coming out and faculty members needing to understand how do we make sure that our classroom is inclusive and what do we do about a name that a student's giving us not matching the name on the roster and do we ask what do we do about pronouns and so these are all the things that we help people with and we post regularly on all social media tips and recommendations we've got our 10 tips for communication resource that's available so so that's why we're here that's what we're doing and we're happy to answer any questions that would be helpful for us you know to share thoughts on with with your audience thank you do you mind if i get a little personal absolutely or not we don't okay. mind <laughs> we love Great. it because <laughs> i yeah so um, Bridget, as a, so I've listened to um, some of your um, past Facebook lives and just to get a little bit more acquainted with, um, with how this worked. And I know, Jackie, you've said that this wasn't new for you. This wasn't like all of a sudden you realized this, like you've had, you've known this, even though, even if you couldn't put words to it, you've known it about yourself really throughout your entire life. And my question for Bridget is, did you have any inkling beforehand and what did you experience? You know, can you take us back to that place where Jackie came out to you and what that experience was like for you in case any of our parents are going through that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I felt at the time when Jackie came out at 19, four years ago, that I had had no signs. I, I was completely in shock and denial, to be honest, when Jackie came out. I looked back on 19 years of her life and because she uh, really met all the stereotypical cultural norms that we would expect of a male child, I felt that there weren't any signs. She played baseball, she was into cars and you know all of the things that we assign to male children, uh, the toys she played with, whatever. But looking now after four years of education, I absolutely know there were signs and know from the things that she shared with me that she didn't understand and didn't feel safe to verbalize for anyone, that there were, there were absolutely ways of knowing. And I wonder, I can't help but wonder if we were in today's world where it's so much more around us and we have so much more education and resources available if 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 it would have been different if she would have somehow had the words to explain what was going on inside and if i would have had the words to say to my children that some people are transgender which is simply a form of human diversity and just means that your uh, gender identity does not match your ass assigned sex at birth and just want you to know that some people experience this because if you ever have a feeling about that or a question, you can talk to us and there's support. Never, never spoke those words. Um, and so I, you know, beg of parents to consider having those conversations, know that the myth that it's going to implant it in your child's mind, or even teachers, if you're in a school that allows for you to have those open conversations, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense that anybody choose to be transgender. It's not a choice. No one can plant, plant that seed in their mind. It, it, it's a very difficult thing to come to terms with and realize and incredibly difficult to have the courage to transition. So please have these conversations. I never did. And so to get back to really answering your question, when Jackie came out at 19, I was just in shock and denial. And I told her, and unfortunately, my deepest regret is that I said that to her. I was, said, this can't be, and you must be mistaken. And we would have had signs earlier. And, you know, you must, there must be something else that's wrong and we want to get you help and I mean I looking back now it's just unbelievable to me that I was I was so in denial and I couldn't open some space in my heart and mind for that this was possibly true 
because of course now I know 100% that it is and I'm 100% on board and supportive. Um, and so I just beg people to consider that. And also I would say that my, my part of my lack of education was the education that I did have, which was watching plenty of documentaries. I taught about gender diversity in my courses. I watched documentaries. I, I knew about uh, jazz from I Am Jazz on the very popular TV show. So I had this narrative that transgender people come out really early. They know and they tell their parents at four, I'm not a boy, I'm a girl. And I knew I was very familiar with that story. I now know from the research that the average age for someone to come out as transgender is 18.5, which is spot on for what happened with Jackie, right? Um, so please know that people, that if kids are coming out young, boy, in my mind, even more reason to believe them. <laughs> like if they're so confident and sure of themselves to know early is very, very, very rare for anybody to say, I think I'm transgender or I am transgender and to ever go back on that. It's like less than half of 1%, right? So all of us as parents, as teachers, as family members, grandparents, whoever, challenging, questioning, it's our problem because we can't accept and embrace the truth of what is, right? It's not that our kids are wrong and that, or, or, our 60 year old parent, we have now we have this growing community in our Facebook group, we're up to almost 500. Welcome, come to our Facebook group if you wanna learn. Everybody's welcome, we have everybody there. People who don't even know a transgender person are there because they just wanna listen in and learn. They might not say anything. And then we have people who are in their 60s who are just coming out and transitioning as transgender yeah. people in the world. So long answer, but that's the gist of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've been in education now for, I think, 15 years, and I've been a school psychologist. Mm -hmm. And I look back and I think I had, I had really never even heard the term until maybe seven years ago, mm -hmm. you know? And I remember my school counselor, um, probably about seven years ago, working with her first student in our elementary school who was transitioning, you know, I think she was 11. Mm -hmm. And it had never, I mean, so it's, it's not new, but it's something new we're finally talking about mm -hmm. and potentially putting language to this you know, in these past couple of years, because I, I don't, I don't think it, you know, it wasn't talked about before. Maybe that will allow for a, um, a generation of children to feel safer mm -hmm. and have language to talk about it sooner so that potentially they feel more like themselves earlier than the average age of 18.5 or, you know, 65. What do you think, Jackie? I mean, I think having conversations like this and deconstructing our ideas of gender and deconstructing those kind of Western patriarchal ideals. I mean, if you look back to the native cultures who we stole this land from, transgender people have existed since um, long before the United States or long before most 
Western uh, civilization. So I think if we look back and we have these conversations and we recognize that history and we recognize that trans people have always been around, will always be around, and we're just part of human diversity, um, we will hopefully reach more people, hopefully uh, allow more people to connect with themselves and come out earlier in life and hopefully help more people be supportive of the transgender people in their lives. Yeah. Thank you. Can I ask you, Jackie, what was it like for you at school you know, just, uh, not at school, but just educationally. And just as you went through your formative school age years um, before you came out. And is there any, you know, um, anything that you can say to kids who might be experiencing this and have maybe haven't come out yet or maybe have, but what was your experience like in school? Um, and, and what can you say about that? Yeah, I mean, I would say I, I was always really uncomfortable with my body from a young age. And I think that really accelerated um, as I went through puberty and middle school, um, kind of when that all started. So I would say to anyone who's younger, who feels uncomfortable with your body, who has these thoughts, you're not alone. There's nothing wrong with you. It's perfectly natural. Um, and you should talk to someone about it, um, whether it's a parent, whether it's uh, a trusted teacher or school psychologist, if you have access to one, um, you should reach out to someone and you should have that conversation because there are things you can do um, to uh, not fix it because it's not like a problem, but to try to live as your authentic self. Um, and I think I didn't really realize that those options were available until I was 19. And that's kind of when I came out when I did because I was able to realize that these thoughts were I, they could be more than just thoughts. I could actually live as that person that I identify as inside. So as long as we can make more people aware of that reality younger in life, um, I think that's better. And I would hope, I would encourage anyone who's having those thoughts to reach out and tell someone who they trust. Yeah. Can you put some like actual words to what those thoughts were that you were having? So I'm, I'm interested in like- I mean, I think really at its most basic level, I can't speak for all trans people. I can speak for myself. Um, not all trans people experience gender dysphoria. Some experience gender euphoria when they present or identify as the gender that they identify as. Um, but in my experience, I do experience a lot of dysphoria and that dysphoria is very tied to my physical body and being assigned the male sex when I was born um, and not, not identifying with that body or those, um, that biology that I, that I didn't have a choice um, in. And so I've always, I've, I've, I've always basically, to put it in the most simple terms, um, wished that I was born as a cis woman, which I think a lot of trans people who experience dysphoria would describe it as that. Um, so I think that's the simplest way to describe it. Yeah. And just in case people don't know, you know, we throw around- Yeah, cisgender means to... not transgender. So cisgender is someone who identifies with the sex that they were assigned at birth. Cis is inconsistent. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Mm, mm -hmm. um, I didn't know that. Thank you for clarifying. I, so cis is, I, for, it is for consistent, you're cis, right? Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm guessing. That's my yeah. guess. I don't even know if that's correct. It sounds like it. I think so. I don't know. It helps us remember, you know, it helps us understand. <laughs> but yeah, we, um, yeah, it's really important, I think, to understand that people are born either cisgender or transgender. And that's just it. It's just, again, human diversity. Or intersex. Or intersex. Right. I'm sorry. There are lots more. Uh, I mean, there's gen gender is a spectrum, you know, so right. And there are intersex people. There are, I'm now learning someone in our group um, has shared with me that they are 
by gender. And so they feel equally male and female. And so the, the gender spectrum, right. So I shouldn't say, I take that back. It's not true that people are either cisgender or transgender. We're learning that the spectrum is much wider than we ever thought it was, right? And so some people are by gender and some people we know, a term that most people do know is non-binary, which is typically everyone has to define themselves, but typically means that someone doesn't identify with either gender. They feel they don't have a gender, right? And so now by gender, there are people, there's someone um, I follow on Facebook named Jacob Tobia, and they go by they, them pronouns, feel equally male and female. So they have like a mustache and facial hair and wear makeup and long hair and sometimes wear dresses and sometimes wear suits and like, Gender is such a socially, you know, it's such a social, strong social construct in our world that it's really hard for people to embrace all of these identities, but that's where we're going. And we either, we, I mean, the younger generations are teaching us. This is yeah. what they're saying. Like 20% of the youngest generation, my understanding is identifies as somewhere on the LGBTQIA spectrum. So it's only going to keep growing and changing and moving in this direction. And those of us who are older, we're either going to like alienate ourselves from younger generations and the culture and the evolution of the culture, or we're going to get, get on board and try to learn as hard as it is, as much as like people my age are always talking about brain we grew up like you're either a boy or you're a girl and all that is just changing exploding and our, our understanding of it is changing now yeah yeah it's a new world and I'm excited for it you know I know not everybody is but they better get ready you know I mean yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and the sad thing is Jenna I mean it's you know the our vision, the first two, our vision is to, is saving lives, keeping families together right. and making work school and all spaces safe for transgender people. That's our vision for transgender school. And the second part, keeping families together. Right. Like you just said, you know, if people don't get on board, like, you know, you're going to be lost. You're going to be left in the dust because this is happening. But the sad part of that is families is the statistics on how many, the percentage of kids in foster care mm -hmm. that, are, that are transgender is either like families are literally abandoning their children simply because they are transgender, which is not of their choice. And it, it's just, it's just, inconceivable to me. Yeah. Well, and they already, you know, that just adds to risk factors for um, mental health issues and suicide and just all the things, you know, so mm -hmm. I love your vision statement. I think it's, you know, it's so inclusive of everything that's important in, um, you know, in wellness mm -hmm. overall. Mm -hmm. So um, take us, uh, take me through the, the different, um, resources that you have available and how people can find you most easily. So people can find us at transgenderschool.org. They can sign up for our email list there. They can get our top 10 tips for communicating with transgender people. Um, I think, I don't know if it's live yet, but we're going to have a top five misconceptions about transgender people as well um, <laughs> on our website. Um, and you can also join us. We're on Facebook at Transgender School. We have a Facebook page, a Twitter. Um, and we also have the Facebook group that we would invite anyone who knows a transgender person who is transgender yourself, um, who wants to have that online community. We would invite you to join our Facebook group. 
Uh, we do weekly uh, live streams on our Facebook page where we take Q&As. We'll actually be doing um, one of those today at 4 p.m. every Saturday. Um, so we invite people to join those every Saturday. Um, and then we have our first round of paid digital courses coming up. Those will be a lot more in-depth. Um, we're selling them for $19.99, super great value. Um, Tuesday, February 23rd, Thursday the 25th, and Saturday the 27th. You can sign up for those at transgenderschool.org slash ally. So all one word, transgenderschool.org slash ally. And just a quick clarification, perfect, Jackie, you got everything. Quick clarification on the courses, the digital courses. We, it's just one course, it's called Transgender Support, How to Be a True Ally, but we wanted to offer it three times. We're offering the same course, three, same 90 minute course three times in one week so that anybody who wants to come can come regardless of schedule conflicts so that it's offered at three different times. And is that live with you? Yes. Three times. So it's the same yep. course, but you're yep. doing it live three times. Yep. It'll be a yep. Zoom webinar. So also people don't have to come on screen. They can be completely anonymous if they just want to listen in and multitask or eat or be in their pajamas or whatever. We want it to be super safe space. But uh, for the last 30 minutes, it will be open up to Q&A. So if somebody wants to come on and wants to share or wants to ask questions, there's, there's space for that as well. Oh, and we'll great. be continuing to do those. That This is just the start of that. We, we want to do um, evergreen courses that are available for educators and family members mm -hmm. and just have lots and lots of resources and lots of free resources too. I think we forget to say we have a YouTube channel now because we just started it this week. <laughs> uh, so all of our live streams are free, of course, on the YouTube channel and our, we're starting a podcast. So our podcast is released on February 2nd and all of the Zoom recordings of the podcast episodes will be on our YouTube channel as well. So look for Transgender School on YouTube and also on Instagram. And also, I don't think Jackie even knows this, but I also started a TikTok page for us. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, I didn't even tell you Jackie because we have so much going on and Jackie works so much for her job. So I try to do, you know, as much as I can, I do too. But um, so our TikTok page is, transgender school one because they didn't have just the transgender school I don't know so maybe there's some other transgender I haven't found another one but um and I've just been posting on there our same videos that we post on Instagram Jackie so there's nothing you know where I didn't get your approval but <laughs> but we are on TikTok too so we are everywhere I think that covers like every possible social media and platform almost yeah wow look at you I mean it's so like this whole podcast social media blah, blah, blah. It's a big it's, challenge. Oh, it is. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of work, but I, I really appreciate all the work my mom has put in. We've, we've had a great team so far and I think um, we're going to continue to grow that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, really what you're doing for the community is um, invaluable. And I think, um, you know, creating that space for, um, for those who are going through it and for those who wanna learn and for those who wanna support. Can you tell me a little bit, um, just briefly a little bit more about what you mean by it's a course for allies? Like it, who is who is your target audience there? Mm -hmm. So this course is for anyone who might have a transgender person in their life, whether that's a friend, a family member, um, a parent, a child, a student, um, or anyone who might have a transgender person in your life, even if you don't think you know anyone who's trans, you probably do. You might know someone who's already transitioned and just isn't out. You might know someone who hasn't transitioned or has never come out. Um, so if being an ally is important to you, either because you do know trans people or because you 
know you probably know trans people, even if you don't think you do, then you want to take this course. We'll teach you everything you need to know from the basics of pronouns to what not to ask and what might be okay to ask, depending on how well you know someone, we'll, we'll cover it all. Oh, and we're great. also going to, we've been sharing kind of little bits and pieces of our family story, but we're really bringing it together in that course to give like a very mindfully, intentionally planned out storytelling piece of this is our story and this is why we're here. And this is um, some of the painful, these are some of the most painful moments that we've been through together mm -hmm. um, that we don't want you to, we want to help you to minimize those painful moments. Right. All right. Well, as we wrap up here, is there any last bits that you would give to this audience? I know we have covered a lot and you've said a lot already, but as you know, as your final words to uh, families and and kids out there and older people going through any of this. Um, I would say if you know someone who comes out, um, give them the benefit of the doubt, listen to them. Don't second guess them, even if you may have those thoughts. Um, try not to say anything you can't take back. That would be my advice. Yeah. Yeah. And please learn about and understand the importance of using pronoun, the correct pronouns, using people's name that they tell you. If someone tells you this is their name, please use that name. I mean, really, I can't tell you how many stories. And my, my support group has four thousand families with trans kids just in one local support group wow. um and i cannot tell you how many stories i've heard of the grandfather the the mother the whatever who refuses to use the child or young adults you know name their actual name this is my name now right please use names um please yeah don't challenge and it is literally a life or death matter there are hard proven statistics that say that um, young people, adults who have a supportive family and community that uses their pronouns and uses their name are far less likely to, just as you said, Jana, experience depression, mental health challenges, suicide. We've got to get over ourselves and get yeah. on board with this. It's life or death. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's serious. We yeah. laugh a lot too, believe it or not, you know, join us. I want to let people know if you join us, um, Jackie and I said in a podcast interview we, or something we just did, like, we don't even talk about this outside of our group work. We laugh. We talk about our pets. We talk about what's going on in the world. Like we are really solid in our relationship and our connection. And we laugh and have a great time. When we get into the seriousness of it, it's because we recognize that that's what's going on for yeah other folks who haven't gotten to where we are and we want to help them realize you can get to where we are and be happy and be laughing and be the same loving family you always were. This does not have to be anything that causes this kind of a problem. Right. Well, thank you both so much for joining me today. I, I, um, I applaud your endeavor. I think it's so um, important for um, all of us and everyone. It was really, um, it was really great talking to you and I will continue to follow you. Um, you. I'm lear I learn something new, you know, every time I check your page. So I appreciate that. Well, thanks thank for having you so us, much. Yeah. Yeah, Janet, it was great to meet you and talk with you. And thank you so much for having us on. I'm sure Absolutely. that people out there listening, you know, will, will learn something important. So thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Great. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Edu Switchboard podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast player. And if you have any questions or comments or want to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at Jana at jplep.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, I'm here to help.